Hello. Wow, I didn't know mics were like that. Hey, <laughs> my sister, me too. I didn't know. Guys, you guys, you guys are here with me. When it's not, it was not until I started dating somebody, this guy that I found out people used to build their own computer. I didn't know they oh, used yeah. to sell computer in parts. Yeah, they do. They oh, do. Yeah. <laughs> you, you go to the. <laughs> you sound like wonder shall never end. <laughs> My sister, but it's not a joke. They really shall not. I'm just a poor child who came all the way from Africa, and I'm here in the Obodo Ibos. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't really recall people building computers. No, in we didn't use really computers. No, in Nigeria, no. Maybe computer village. In Nigeria, people, in Nigeria, no. Yeah. If they built your computer in Nigeria, you have. If you open the CPU, is Garia awesome? What you find inside? <laughs> I'm sure. Okay. Ready? Hi guys, it's your host Matilda. And your host Hadiza. And your other host Imama. And you're listening to the Africa Lipso podcast. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to this week's episode. We are joined by a guest, Nono. Nono, can you introduce yourself and give us your accolades? <laughs> Hi everybody. So my name is Enobong Stephanie Chukuda Luasanga. I go by Nono for short. Um, I am... What are my accolades? I mean, I don't have any claims to fame yet. You know, we're still climbing on that train. I love that yet. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I'm going to use right now to farm is that Hadiza and I have been friends since primary school. So that's how I know these people here. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's essentially me. I, is there anything specific you would want to know? I'm, like What's I your said, background, actually? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm your generic Nigerian girl who came to do abroad to come to school. I just graduated my bachelor's in technical sense management with a specialization in mechanical engineering. Hello. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Besides that, oh, yeah, I'm recently engaged. It's not particularly ooh, an yeah, accolade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank it's you, an accolade, guys. please. It's actually kind of weird, guys. I don't know. Because, you know, in Nigeria, there's like a married woman. You know, when you're a married woman, there's a certain kind of level and societal status you are because in Nigeria people aspire to that marriage you know so for me it's so awkward because to me it's just like okay yeah I found this person where like you know how you're running in a certain direction someone else is running a different direction and your paths collide and it's like guy will be so much faster if we run together that's kind of what it's thank you (laughs) so cute (laughs) thanks so that's kind of what it's like for me but then I'll tell my friends or you know my parents and it's like, ah, so you're a married woman now. That's, I'm like, guys, calm down. Like, I'm still young and trendy. I'm <laughs> young, <laughs> young and trendy. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's me. So how's your week been? How's everyone's weeks been? Me? My week has been fine. I'm sitting at home for the most part looking for jobs. It's it's honestly, I mean, I feel a lot of people here understand that struggle. It's uh, one of the most yeah. frustrating things. But this week has been so good because, you know, when you apply for so long and you're discouraged and you start to feel down. But then this week, what I started doing was I found some companies that I actually really. So I don't know if do you guys know what a cricket maker is. 
No. So no. I'm a very crafty person. Like I do a whole bunch of arts and crafts. And a Cricut maker is, it's like a cutting machine. But anyway, I recently got one for Christmas. And I now found yes. out that they are hiring engineers in their company, which would be, you know, where I'm moving to re- uh, soon. So, yeah. So I found companies that do things I like. The, the reason I went through this whole long story is, um, you know, I like the cricket. I like crafting and stuff. So when you're just throwing your application out there, it's really discouraging who comes back to me but this past week I actually saw some companies that do things I enjoy that are nice. hiring for engineering and stuff so it's 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 more encouraging so yeah I've had a good week Ooh. Ooh. nice that's good that's good I think Hadis actually go next even though she never remembers but I think this time she should actually go no, next no this time I actually have something yeah yes. <laughs> um, so I had an interview this week which was nice I mean considering that I have I've been, you know, it's been hard out here in these streets. But yeah, that so that was, I guess, the highlight of my week. I was just really grateful that I was able to, you know, be interviewed and stuff. So yeah, but aside from that, though, it's just staying indoors, avoiding COVID, or avoiding <laughs> spreading COVID to both both of them. But yeah, that's my week basically. Okay, um, my week was it was it was good. It was good. I spent time with friends and uh, my mm. friends. I mean Matilda. Okay. <laughs> I was about but, to say, um, did dog for it says stay at home? Okay, so I spent time with friends. We don't have to say what friend it was, <laughs> <laughs> but you know we're still um in a limited capacity. Yeah. So still obeying the lockdown rules, of course, because they said we should obey it. But um, yeah, like you know, it was it was nice. It was nice to like you know spend time with friends and just like reconnect. And it was okay. It was an okay week. Like hopefully this week is better. It was an okay week, and just you know hoping for better weeks essentially. Yeah, same. Imama basically summarized my week as well. It's been a very hard week. Continuation of last week. I'm sorry. It's okay. But Imama came over and she stayed the week and um, that, that actually really helped. And so it's like, it just reinforced like, you know, the importance of community and everything. But I already knew that. So, I mean, it just reinforced it. Shout out to friends. Oh, shout uh, out to friends. Yeah. You know, everyone feels it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, so this week we're talking about, um, as you guys can see from the topic, really, we're talking about pro-choice, pro-life. And um, we thought about the topic because, you know, last week Biden was sworn in and like, you know, there's been this whole debate in the US about like, you know, the far right and the far left. And I feel like the um, divide is growing stronger really every day. And we start to see the importance of having spaces where like people that have different opinions come together and just have conversations because it's necessary Uh Um, I feel like on Twitter and all these things like once you say anything that's like you know right leaning they come for you and so it's like (laughs) you can't actually have the conversation there's almost no room to like breathe Breathe, honestly honestly and it might not be your opinion but you should be able to at least try to respect other people's opinions Uh that's kind of what we're trying to do here Um, but not in the US no no is in the US though I am yeah but I think it's, it's generally a world problem really um that we're starting to see so um before we go into the episode this is just a disclaimer we talk about sexual violence and the things surrounding it so it's just a trigger warning yeah so um we can start first of all by identifying what we believe in 
What our positions are. What our positions are on mm. this topic. Okay, hi. Yeah, I've said I'm no no. I am pro-life. I'm passionately pro-life and I'm really grateful for having this conversation. Cause yeah, like you said, I mean I can talk about it, my friends and people around me, but but in the general public discourse when you say anything that's relatively not in the not what is believed by the strong left it's very shunned and shut down i still try to find avenues to talk about this and this is one that i'm really grateful for so thanks so um my name is dizzy d and i am <laughs> pro um what's it called choice <laughs> yes. oh gosh <laughs> yeah okay and um hi everyone <laughs> my name is imama and i am pro-choice as well but i also like understand where the pro-life people are coming from and to an extent i definitely do see their point of view but i am pro-choice yeah yeah. Hi guys, my name is Matilda <laughs> and I am pro-choice as well. Um, because I see everyone's points, I think to be pro-choice is kind of to see everyone's points and believe in the choice of people. But I think before we actually go on, we should actually define what it is just so it's clear. Nono, could you try to explain what exactly people that um, identify as pro-life believe? Okay, so most people who may on the mainstream, I mean, I can't speak for every individual person, but in general, when someone says that they're pro-life, what they mean is that they are against the intentional ending of an innocent person's life. You know, we support the right to life of every single human being from conception to natural death, which means I am not in support of abortion. I'm not in support of assisted suicide or euthanasia. Um, some people would go as far as the death penalty. I know that within the umbrella there's some kind of disagreement because you know it's innocent human beings and in general people who are on death row they're usually guilty of some kind of heinous crime to have been there but in general yes most pro-life people would say you don't want anything that would intervene to intentionally end the life of an innocent human being at any stage in life and that's what in general pro-lifers would believe and I think yesterday you were also talking about why it's such a big topic now. Oh, Could yes. You, um, recap on that as well. Okay. So the, the stereotype is that pro-lifers are people who just focus on birth. You know, you just want the child to be born and that's it. I mean, once I saw a meme where they, there was a pregnant woman and the pro-life person was holding an um, umbrella to just cover the woman's tummy and that was it. But uh, the reason that it seems to be such a big issue right now is because abortion is the leading Abortion is the biggest issue that is challenging life in our time. You know, let's let's assume that for the sake of this argument that the unborn are human beings. Uh, I could prove that later. We could get to that later. But Wait, sorry, sorry, no, no, I, I, I don't mean to cut you. I'm so sorry. Did mm-hmm. you, just to confirm, did you say that abortion is the biggest issue that's challenging human life right now? So, yes, I was saying that with regards to active threats to human life, abortion is... It, how do I describe it? So when slavery was 
the issue. There were other things about threatening humans, right? People were still dying of disease. There were still not enough women's rights and stuff like that. But then slavery was so rampant and so naturalized that to make any front in any progress within the human rights movement, the people who were fighting against slavery, that was their number one concern. So right now, there is nothing that's actively threatening human life. Because let's say that the unborn are humans. There's nothing that's actively threatening human life to the extent to which abortion is. I mean, in America, Planned Parenthood is the number one uh, abortion provider in the country. And based on their own statistics, by the number of abortions they say they do yearly and stuff like that, if we were to divide that into a frequency, every 97 seconds, there is an abortion. And again, if the unborn are humans, every 97 seconds, a human dies. So within this podcast alone, imagine how many that has been. In one year on average, abortion has killed more black people than the entire years of slavery in the, in the United States did. So that's why it seems to be the most passionate one. People are still kind of torn about assisted suicide because they can see that it's a person and you're trying to kill the person. Whether or not, you know, the question with that one is pain and stuff like that or euthanasia. But with abortion, the people who, it's because of how the humanity of the unborn is being questioned that it's become such an issue that it's almost normalized for most of society. And like you said, within the public forum, there's no discourse or space for this. You know, if you come out and say that you're pro-life, it's like, oh my gosh, so you just hate women, you know, without actually listening to what the issues are. So that's why I think abortion seems to be the most prominent on the foreground. Interesting. Yeah, literally. Like, I guess um, I had never thought of it like that. I guess if you're approaching it from the standpoint that, of course, the unborn do have the same rights as everybody else, then, of course, yes, I, I agree with that. But then the thing is, the question is, I guess from my perspective, I wonder, like, at what stage do you the consider, like, the unborn child like, ha- having human rights, essentially? Yeah, um, I think Hadiza brought up a really good point about um, it depends really on where you see life as starting. And I think that's um, really what sets people apart in their thought processes. Because again, I'm pro-choice, but if I were to look at it as life actually starts immediately, the woman is pregnant, then maybe I might not be pro-choice. Then, then maybe I would see it as murder. But I don't. Yeah. Just before we continue, just to scan the room, do you guys be? Is there? Uh, I was going to say by show of hands. <laughs> uh, I, do any of you believe in like? Do you believe there should be restrictions on any time the abortion should be? So like, do you think maybe only first trimester, or do you think abortion through all nine months, or do you, do you guys have different? Okay, so on that? oh, I can answer that one. I, I <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I don't know why I got so excited to answer this question. I actually have no idea because I don't have any strong basis. <laughs> my answer but (laughs) okay so I think I definitely think there should be hmm I think there should be some restrictions but at the same time so whenever I'm asking questions like this I like to say I'm not a medical professional I do not know that much about like you know medical science and like all the stages of like birth and all of that but I feel like for me what I would say would be my preference just like yeah my preference essentially would be maybe when the child has become like fully formed I'm not sure what trimester that is because once again not a medical professional but I think uh, once the child is probably fully 
fully formed i think that's where there should be restrictions about like possible abortion but at the same time i also feel like if you're ever going to restrict a person from having an abortion then you should actively make means on how to support that child should the person not want the child after the child is born and i feel like for me like that's where like my strong opinions come in and say okay so if you're going to say that people should not have abortions at specific stages in their life then when that child does come about because that child will end up being born hopefully well um so hopefully alive and when that child does get born then you have to make sure that you are putting things in place and systems in place to make sure that they grow up a healthy child and a happy child and not just suffer because they were forced into this world so that's kind of where my stance is Mm -hmm. don't know if that answered your question but yeah yeah i think before we actually move on we failed to actually explain what pro-choice was um and i'm just gonna read this off a website um it says pro-choice people are people who believe that individuals have unlimited autonomy with respect to their own reproductive systems as long as they don't breach the autonomy of others a comprehensive pro-choice position asserts the following must remain legal celibacy and abstinence contraception use emergency contraception use abortion and childbirth um but also I have a really quick question, Nona. Do you believe in the use of contraception as well? Or like stuff like Plan B? So I support family planning methods that do not end the life of, you know, the child. If, again, if this is a child, because... Uh, so pl- plan B, I think, might be sketchy because depending on what you're going to do, there's some of them that will stop an already fertilized embryo, f- you know, an, an embryo from implanting, which again, if fertilization is where I draw the mark, that means there is a, a person that you are now essentially not allowing to get the nutrients and stuff they need. But then, yes, families are allowed to plan their, yeah. People are supposed are allowed to plan their families. I personally do not use chemical contraceptives and stuff like that because of the side effects. And, you know, I try to not recommend them to people for different things, but it's your own personal choice. And I think that's a very big, it's a, it's a red flag, not red flag, a red herring to the pro-life argument because whether or not I choose to use contraception is not what the issue is, you know, because what contraception does is it tries to prevent the pregnancy. So if you go buy condoms or something like that, you know, you're not trying to end a pregnancy by doing that. Egg and sperm are not the same thing as an embryo or a fetus. So whether or not I believe in contraception to me does not affect the issue at hand because it could be like whether or not I believe in any other moral, you know, whether or not I believe in high taxes or low taxes or whether or not I believe in corporal punishment or not doesn't change the facts about abortion, what it is and whether or not it should be legal, if you understand what I mean. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I wonder if have any of our opinions changed on this topic over our years like as we aged did you used to be something like have a different standing before i mean for the most part yes what i would say is from moving from nigeria to america where in nigeria it's still generally seen as a bad thing coming here and seeing how normalized it was was the biggest shock for me so if anything what it's done is made me more pro-life and i would want to know you guys' answers because from what i understand most children and most people tend to be pro-life before you know you go older i mean think about it when a woman is pregnant and then they're all the children and then let's say it's a a baby she wanted and she had siblings and you lose that pregnancy maybe it's a miscarriage or something like that 
typically people tend to be sad about that so i would want to know where you guys' stances are what you guys is what you guys say about that whether or not you used to be pro-life before if you were indifferent and then how your views have changed and maybe even why they changed i would say for me um so I was pro-life but with exclusions though like I had always had like a uh, okay for me I had always been like okay like you know abortion is not allowed except in XYZ situation like that's how I had always been Uh. but I I think it was fairly recently uh, maybe like a couple maybe four three years five years so about when you moved to Canada yeah about that i was like hmm, i mean i don't see why there is an issue with abortion just because i guess i guess i didn't quite consider i mean the the question for me had always been where to draw the line right even back then it was something i had thought about and the reason why i had thought about it is because actually in my religion like with the religion upbringing i went through abortion was a topic that was talked about as well in detail and I guess, you know, there was always some kind of speculation as to what is considered a person or who is considered a person versus a a piece of like kind of like just an embryo or just like, I guess, what is what kind of embryo is considered a person, essentially. And this is something that I had, you know, contemplated before coming to Canada as well. But then I guess coming to Canada, I was just more or less like, I still don't know the answer, but I, I, I am willing to accept what the definition is based off uh, where I am currently, just because i feel like it works it gives people the choice um and stuff like that right um especially if someone does not have access to maybe contraceptives or that early i guess you know people have more freedom of choosing what happens to their bodies as well i mean for me personally it's still something that i feel like you know i i I consider abortion as a a very very last option as well like you know contraception all the way through but then i still feel like you know it it is great to have that option for abortion as well like as a final option essentially i guess just from my perspective so uh-huh. okay before we continue we're defining some terms uh can we define what abortion is just so that we you guys can you guys give a definition then I'd okay. say see if it aligns, yeah. Um, so abortion is the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy, most often performed during the first 28 weeks of pregnancy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else did you say you wanted us to define? Oh, well, no, that was... I just wanted oh, to see okay, whether okay. or not we're on the same page with that, yes. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, so for me personally, I feel like I never actually gave any thoughts to abortion in Nigeria because, again, I was pretty young. I was like 16. <laughs> what did I know at that point in time? But it, I mean, here and there, we would still hear about it because like in secondary school, you hear stories about people, you know, using hangers to abort babies. Uh, wow, very visual. You heard those in secondary school in Nigeria? <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, I definitely. Didn't yeah. Oh, I didn't hear no, any I didn't hear any of those until I went here. Where'd you guys go to school? Shock, shock, shock. <laughs> My dear. What I heard of where the stories I heard about were the you know, the the person who goes uh to some native doctor type, you what? know. Never heard that. Things. Your school is uh, <laughs> that one is next level now. That is now, actually wow. next level. <laughs> what? Well, native I mean, doctor. What's worse? I don't um, know. What's now? Native actually. doctor. I mean, <laughs> 
Okay. Honestly, I don't know which is worse, but I think <laughs> my experience of um abortion in Nigeria was from I think it was shaped by a system where it was illegal. So mm-hmm. like to me, I I only ever heard about the unsafe method. So like it never was a thing I thought about because I was even sexually active. What was I really thinking about abortion for? Um, but I came to Canada and I just basically was surrounded by more ideas, I think. And it, it was now a system where it's more discussed because while it's legal, there's still some people in the system that believe it shouldn't be legal. And then I started watching all these movies. I don't know if you watched um, Sex Education, but it's like uh-huh. this girl yeah. went to get an abortion and there were people outside the clinic saying you'll go to hell and stuff like that if you abort the baby and stuff like that and I guess like Uh just over time I started developing an opinion and my opinion is just I think it comes from the points of view that I don't believe that in those first at least in the first trimester when it's just like a a clog of cells and stuff like that to me it's a clog of cells it's Uh not quite a human being yet so I, I I don't even think deeply about that I don't what I don't understand is people wanting to police what other people do and especially because it's usually men that are making these laws and uh-huh. that really pisses me off because it's um it's not even them like it's not them that are going to be affected by it uh-huh. necessarily sorry like, men that are making lives. which laws like abortion laws like in some states in the US in Nigeria where it's not legal um it is really primarily men that are making the laws that it's not I I, I truly believe that if women were in charge things might be a bit more different than it is right now okay um but then there's a few things that i have but the thing about men making the laws did you guys know that roe v wade was um roe v wade is the law in the united states that essentially makes a provision for abortion to be practiced in the united states it doesn't actively say that it's a woman's that you know it doesn't give you the right to abortion but it what it does is it changes the language it says that it's it, it makes an allowance in the law roe v wade was decided by by the court justice of nine men did you guys know that uh-uh. So, no, I didn't know that. did you guys also know that um, slavery, when they abolished slavery, was mostly white people because it was white people who are in power. Well, I'm going to say all white people who signed those declarations. So if something is or when women were supposed to vote, it was men who were voting at that time. So it was men who signed that. So if it's an issue that affects people, especially when there are certain people in power, you know, it would make sense that what their ideas are versus who they are. Now, I can understand women maybe being more intimate with the issue, but then guys should still have because it's, you know, it it takes two to tango. The the women didn't get pregnant on her own. But it's the woman that's going to have to carry it to full term. And it's also the woman that's most of the time stuck with caretaking. That's true. The risk of pregnancy. Exactly. Exactly. So I agree with you in that. But then here's here's where, you know what, before we continue, I know, like we said, the biggest issue now is where does life begin? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, the way some people would say it is so biologically, scientifically, human life does begin at fertilization. And I have a whole bunch of whatchamacallit. If you read any embryology textbook, any biology textbook, 
I mean, because think about it. When you're when people are doing IVF, for example, what moment are the IVF specialists looking for? They are looking for when the sperm and egg fuse, because then it's a distinct individual with DNA patterns completely different from its parents. So, like, it is not a part of the parent. When there is a tumor or something, it still has the person's DNA and cells, or it's, you know, it's um, what do you call it, deformed DNA of that person. But yeah, I said I had things. So, a standard medical test, hum- text, human embryology and teratology. So, this is an embryology textbook. It says, although human life is a continuous process, fertilization is a critical landmark because under ordinary circumstances, a new genetically distinct human organism is thereby formed. Keith Moore TV and Persaud's textbook, De- Developing Human, says human life begins at fertilization. Langman's medical embry- embryology says development begins at fertilization. So like developmental biology, it's, it's no issue between the scientists and the medical professionals who are in this field that fertilization is the key issue. Where you start to hear differences in opinion is when the whole abortion thing is brought up, when it starts to become a political issue. Because then you know so what has happened a lot of people have changed from where life begins because especially when roe v wade was made there were no ways to test the dna you know the science and the medicine were not as good back then in fact one of the justices on the court that signed roe v wade said if prenatal personhood is established the case for abortion collapses for the fetus's right to life would then be guaranteed specifically by the 14th amendment and the 14th amendment is the one in the United States that all persons born and neutralized in the United States essentially is the one that said that that was gone for slavery that once there is a human being there is no right to distinguish their personhood as long as they're a human being so even one of the justices on the court has said that if you can choose if you can show that the uh, unborn fetus you know the yeah, the embryo, the unborn person is is a person, an individual distinct person. The whole case for abortion falls apart. So now people, you know, some people would say, when is it life? But scientifically, life begins at fertilization. It's not a debated issue anywhere. Then they'll now move it to when is person. No, uh, do you want to say anything? Yeah, I don't believe so. Like, I think it's like... I'm reading an article. It's bbc.co.uk. And it says, unfortunately, there's no agreement in medicine, philosophy, or theology as to what stage of the fetal development should be associated to the right of life. Like, I think it's still a concept of like, okay, yes, there's a clog of cells with a a distinct DNA and everything, but does it have consciousness? Is it Okay, but why is consciousness? It is, no. The question isn't whether or not it's human. The question is whether or not it's a person, yeah. right? So if it, if you're using consciousness, why is consciousness your barrier? Because something that isn't conscious, like, I mean, isn't that where humans come into play? Okay. Like, what so, distincts us from every other thing that, or like a... I don't know. I don't know. I, again, would give the same disclaimer as Imama that I have no background in medicine and I'm not one to speak. But, um, okay. yeah. But then now the question is, are there humans that people, are there people that you would identify as human? Are there humans that you identify as people who don't have consciousness? No. Are, are you referring to like the brain dead individuals or? So people who are in comatose states or people yeah, who their hearts states, are still okay. beating, mm-hmm, who their hearts are still beating, but, you know, their brain 
dead and things like that. But would you say that they're still not beating and they have had consciousness? Like that's different. At the points where the embryo doesn't even have a heart to start with. When do you think the heart of the embryo starts beating? How I long? Have an article here. I'm seeing here twenty days. Yeah, so medical consensus is about 21 days. Yeah. I think the earliest they've seen is 15 days. Mm-hmm. So 21 days is still within the first trimester. So let's say that you, you even if we were to use the heartbeat, for example, mm-hmm. that is still within 21 days. That okay, I have a question heart- about that. So mm-hmm. if the abortion was going to happen prior to 21 days, would that then be okay for pro-lifers? Um, for some people, I think to a degree, yes. But my own argument is why are we drawing that line? Because... Here's the thing that concerns me personally. We are people who have certain privileges. You know, we're at a certain developmental stage, right? Mm-hmm. And um, we are now drawing a line that says where another person's development starts or when another person's personhood starts. And from my own research and experience and what has been seen to be the case, anytime there is a line drawn in distinguishing a human from a person it's usually for discriminatory means by people who are not in you know you draw some line that you have that they don't back in the day black people were considered not to be persons at some point women were considered not to be legal persons in nazi germany jews were considered not to be persons and they had really good arguments for why those people did not fall under that umbrella so now I would we're argue at, that they did not have good arguments but <laughs> oh, but see that's okay so see that's the thing i there aren't good at the time they sound sounded good and convincing to all the people around you know for people to have supported that there were i mean i don't know that you can necessarily compare these two yeah exactly like i see i see your point and honestly i'm thinking about it but for the life of me I, i really really can't see the exact comparison just because these people were actual humans right Okay, but then we've said um, the scientifically, mm-hmm. the embryo is a human embryo. That so the question have consciousness. now is, but the question is why? Because if you're saying it's consciousness, like I said, the person who has lost their consciousness, you know, there are people who are brain dead and can never get it back again, or at least for what we know. Okay, and but, then, and, and, okay, mm-hmm. sorry, but but then in the same vein. You see people that are brain dead and they've been brain dead for a long time. Like, you know, when people eventually pull the plug because scientifically it doesn't look like there's anything that's going to change. You're against that as well. So so here's what you just said. The person is brain dead and then scientifically nothing is going to change to improve their condition, right? Mm -hmm. That's when people tend to pull the plug. For the unborn, you know, fetus, for the baby, if you were to leave it there, what would happen? It would, you would but then it's not a situation where you're just leaving it there, though. You you have the you have the unborn fetus in the in within the body of another person. Wait, no, but hold on. But you did, before we but before we continue, you didn't answer the question because you said with the brain dead person, right? Mm-hmm. Usually, if there are no signs of hope in the future, you leave the person; they will get worse. That's when people pull the plug. If you leave the unborn baby there. It wouldn't get worse. If it would get worse, people wouldn't mm-hmm. go to get abortions. No, but actually it could get worse because you know that there are some states where... Some, not, not when I say states, I don't mean like physical, like, you know, U.S. states. I mean, like, there are some 
times where like the reason why people have abortions i'm not saying this is all the case but sometimes where the reason why people have abortions is because maybe their child would probably die like could die later on during the pregnancy or mm-hmm. could lead to the death of the mother during the pregnancy okay. so like there so- are those cases where then an abortion is even okay. recommended sometimes because it's like the child could most definitely get worse i'm not saying that that's all the case but i'm just saying that so that's, that's definitely a, a very mi- that's a very few case. minority of cases but and we can get there argue but they're also mm-hmm. okay Oh, sorry, sorry. Wait, like it, well, so, no you get to the end of your point no no sorry so we, we'll get there but the point i was trying to make is usually even in the questionable situations you know when there is a person who is deteriorating then there's a reason because you can see them deteriorating with the unborn they are growing they're but you know people have <laughs> arguments too because i see where you're going with this like you know um a person that's like brain dead they might deteriorate but like with the unborn born child if you left it without doing anything it would become healthier and therefore become an actual in human, general right and be born typically yes but a lot of pro-choicers believe that it's not going to get better because you are bringing an unwanted child, child. that is mm-hmm. not going to you're not okay. actually it's not let's, going let's to pause actually it right get there. better so you just said you know you said so it's an unwanted child right mm-hmm. so so let's you, for the sake of this argument I'm going to make let us just say that the unborn is a child you know it is because when the person is pregnant and unwanted you still say you're a child if I told you guys today I'm pregnant I'm not um, but then like <laughs> no matter what stage it is everybody will start gushing about my baby so the only difference between the child that you know you cry after the mother loses in the miscarriage and the one that you cheer the woman on is whether or not they are wanted so let's say she were to give birth to that child you know there are places i have a good friend who she was she was almost three four months into her pregnancy before she even knew she was pregnant um and it was a serious it was a, it was a very serious situation and because she, she you know she would go out she'd go party not like heavy partying but she was drinking and stuff and you know and then she had like some kind of side pain because she had other issues like kidney issues so i went to her doctor to go and check on the kidney or you know something like that and then when they were checking they're like oh so how long you know how, what have you been doing for the baby? And she's like, excuse me, which baby? Like, this is somebody I know personally. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> Wait, did she not have her... Did she have her periods? I, I'm so confused. So I have irregular so, periods. Have irregular I have periods. No, yeah, yeah, I think she already had irregular periods. So I do not know exactly Jesus. what happened. But like, we were all there with, you know, everything. Next thing, she's like, oh, I'm four months pregnant. <laughs> Bro. No. So, so yeah. So let's say... And there are some people who, you know, you, you hear all these... um What's the name of that reality TV show? The whole, I didn't know I was pregnant and they rushed them into the emergency <laughs> room story. So it, let's say she were to give birth to that child or let's say the child was even born prematurely because now up to 20-something weeks into the pregnancy, you can't save a premature baby. Let's say the child was born prematurely and she's still in those same conditions. Would you then say, yeah, this child is unwanted. We should kill them. No, but you're only killing if you believe that that is even something to be killed. I mean, at four months. If the child, I'm saying, I'm saying if the child is born already, after the child has been born, the situation has not yet changed. Would you then say, yes, we should kill the child? Sorry, no, no, explain your scenario again. The child is born prematurely. Is that what you're saying? So, no, the child is born. 
Yeah. So because your question was, um, mm-hmm. y- you're saying that a lot of pro-choice people would not support, would not say that the child's condition will get better because it's an unwanted child that will be born into unfavorable situations. Mm-hmm. So let's say the mm-hmm. woman doesn't get that, you know, she doesn't get the abortion, and then okay. the child is born into those unfavorable situations. Mm-hmm. Should we then be allowed to kill the child? No, because then we believe that they have life now. Yes, now they have life. And also, like, at this point, it would not be abortion anymore. It would be... Killing. Killing a person. Like, it's not, like... But see, the the problem is not whether or not it has life. Because you don't commit an abortion to something that's dead. Because what are the characteristics of life? The child is is growing. If it wasn't growing... I feel like... Sorry, sorry, sorry. I know I'm cutting you. I'm so sorry about that. But um, I was just going to say, like, I feel like this is part of the discussion that we're having at the beginning where we're trying to determine where or where, like, where life began. And, like, you know, you had kind of, you had... Well, so that's what I'm trying to... And, yeah. No, no, I was just going to say, like, Amatula had said that it was still, like, you know, a debatable topic where people were still debating where exactly life did begin. Yeah. So it's, like, at this point... Of the child actually being like you know the but child the has been there's no into debate but see that yeah. but no see debates. that's the thing but see that's so that's the thing social you know it's now a social issue right mm. it's now a political oh because we think there is life but again I mean you can research it because if it wasn't alive it wouldn't be growing right are there cells that grow too there are cells that multiply but they don't develop if you leave a sperm cell. No, Give but you keep much. saying if you leave it too. But what we're saying that's, is we're not going to leave it too. So well, it that's does my, not. But that's my point, though. Yeah. If I, if we leave you, uh-huh. you will not. If we leave, you literally just said that. If if I leave you, you will grow and thrive. If I don't leave you, <laughs> how do I? Like, again, if you leave it too, you're saying it's not grow. It's there are cells that grow. What those cells do is they multiply. Mm-hmm. If you leave a sperm cell, mm-hmm. that sperm cell will always be a sperm cell. If you leave, you know, an organ, if I put a hat on the table or a lung, it's forever going to remain a lung. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. So because that's what I'm saying. Abortion is not just... Abortion is actively going to end that life. That's why I'm saying if you leave it. Because why don't you want to leave it? Multiple Do you understand what? Of, yeah, yeah like there multiple there's multiple reasons, reasons why, why. And I feel like, you know, actually, no, no, no I, I think I understand where I you're coming totally from. I totally do. I, I really understand do. where you're coming from, but I feel like we're also not exploring the reasons why people might want to. Because, I mean, to be very honest, no, like, I don't wait, think people. I can understand. See, the thing is, I, I mentioned yesterday, as yeah. a pro lifer, what we're saying is abortion is ending that life right scientifically there's nobody who is in because you guys are still trying to say you know yeah it's not a life yet but that's not what the scientists who do it would say I what don't the art think so it, it, it no, i mean but check i mean it. no 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 so but like, it could that, be that's what life, saying, but is it the, the, the thing no is, is, the, oh i remember is. what we're saying okay i'm sorry edit it i was going to say yes <laughs> <laughs> What I was going to say is, as a pro-lifer, right, I mentioned mm-hmm. that what we're suppo- what we do is we try to help the person through life. Let's say, for example, you know, because I do empathize with the women who have those situ- are in those situations. They're very, very difficult situations to be in, especially if there's no person. So, you know, the person who got her pregnant has now abandoned her or something. Then she's doing the role that's supposed to be for two people or more on her own. Like, it's usually a very bad situation. But then what do we do? Because killing the child is not going to change her situation. Let's say she's poor. 
Um, it, it will. <laughs> no, from, if, so. if, if, it, it just if, will if, not make it worse. If, it will if not make woman, the situation but, worse. But see, it doesn't change that situation is my point. Her issue is but not it, the child. Her issue is the poverty. No, her issue is it's the both child. Of them. <laughs> so, I mean. It's actually so both. If, if she's poor, she's already poor. She's suffering. What that pregnancy did was it made it worse, Right. Okay, yeah. Okay, Ending yeah. the pregnancy will not make her not to be poor. Okay, sorry, yeah, no, no. Wait, sorry, can I just go back and... So, like, there are definitely multiple reasons, like, a multitude of reasons why people get abortions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not just poverty. Like, there are a lot of other reasons, despite, like, that poverty might not... I mean, poverty can definitely be a reason, but that's not the only reason. And I feel like when you're exploring all these reasons, say... I mean, a more drastic situation where it's like they don't want to give birth to like the rapist child, like someone they they got raped and they mm-hmm. have to give birth to that child and they they don't want to bring a rapist child into the world and like you know just like a lot of there's so many other situations in in those cases where bringing a child into this world will most definitely make their situations worse or in fact that child bringing a child into this world is their problem. Like it's like some it's like you're I feel like you're making it sound like oh the child is not going to like whether or not the child is in their life is not going to change more, but it will a lot no, of no, I'm not saying that it's not going to change. No, 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 no. So that's my argument isn't that whether or not the child is in their life would change their situation. I mean, Mm -hmm. everything that happens to you changes your situation. What I was saying is that the abortion will not make her life better than, let's say she was raped and she gets an abortion. Mm -hmm. In certain Mm -hmm. situations, Mm -hmm. the rapist would take the, let's say it's a person that's raping a child. The rapist would take the person to go have that abortion because then he can continue. Now, obviously, you don't want a you know a young huh? child that's raped to be pregnant. I'm so sorry. Then, You're gonna have to go back and I'm explain saying? that one to me. No, okay. not really. So let's say there's somebody who is sexually abusing somebody and she doesn't get pregnant, and okay. one day she does. If okay. it's a young person or someone who they shouldn't know, say she came out pregnant versus if they got an abortion, which one was more likely to alert people around her? And I, the reason I, that so that she was being sexually case, assaulted, that her getting pregnant is a blessing in disguise. In certain ways, the rape is not, but the pregnancy can be. Because I think, do not okay, agree. I well, maybe in some cases, if the woman wants to see that way, I don't know, but. Okay. For, I think for you, the most part, not really. Here's here's the it makes it it makes her situation more difficult. But here's what I was trying to say. Um, in Planned Parenthood in the U.S., okay. right, there have been multiple cases where a coach, a mentor, somebody like that had been raping 12, 13, 14 year old girls. Wow. Everybody can agree that's a bad situation. I mean, I don't think anybody on either side will tell you that that's a good situation. And then the reason for Planned Parenthood got sued was because those coaches, those mentors, those, you know, the men who are supposed to be in charge of these girls who the parents had entrusted would take them to Planned Parenthood, pay for their abortions, and then put them back in a situation where they can continue to rape them. Yeah, but that was that would you, situation. Would you say... Well, no, but that's the thing. It's happening more frequently than not. But then how does... how how yeah, Why how should this, this take away from people who actually... Like, uh, how do I... How, so, like, well, okay, but you're, you're naming it, one negative situation yeah, where... One yeah, one out of so uh, many has, other situations plain, where it actually But there are other situations... I feel like I feel like arguing about different situations is not really... A, like, so, I don't know how to okay, explain Because Okay, yeah, wait. Can I say okay. something, guys? There are negatives and positives for both sides as well. Let's take one second to cool down. One second because this is definitely <laughs> getting <laughs> heated, yeah let's just take a second to breathe 
because things were just getting a little heated. Of course, we disagree and everything, but that's just why we're having the conversation. But I think so far, it's just been, I think where we really, really, really disagree is the definition of when life starts. And it's so funny because I was actually talking to Mama about this when we were going over the episode and what we wanted to try to touch. I mentioned like, you know, talking about where we believe life starts. And it was so funny because Mama was like, why do we need to talk about that? It's not a thing she thinks about. And I'm like, well, yeah, no, it's the, yeah, I agree. It's the, it's usually the, um, the fundamental mental issue because yeah. if the unborn are human beings any Nobody, of the arguments yeah. Yeah. any of the arguments for why they should not you know because that's that's essentially the point I was trying to make if they're a human being let any argument you bring after the child has been born would you still support any of those same things yeah like yeah no so, I think it's exactly. given that if everyone so is made, it would be murder basically mm-hmm. <laughs> essentially yeah. so that's why we need to go back so from you guys' perspective, why, where do you think... I know, Mama, you said you don't particularly think too much about it. So, Mart- Matilda, you mentioned consciousness. Babes, do you... Wait, sorry, before... Wait, wait, yeah. before wait, sorry, before before we go into that, I just want to mention the reason why I don't really think about it. Not that I'm not saying it's not important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I definitely think it's important, obviously. I do agree that, like you said, if we had to... Dis- if we all agreed, it would be termed as, like, a different thing. Either murder or we would all agree that you know, the child wasn't a child until a specific age and then it would not be murder. But I feel like for me, the main reason why I don't really think too much about where life starts is because I just believe that if you have said that, okay, this is where life starts and you do not want um, the person to have an abortion, whatever it is, I think you have to make an active and a conscious effort throughout the life of that child to make sure that they don't have an okay life, to make sure that they have a good life because you have quote unquote forced a person to bring a child into this world that they don't want to have. So it's like you have to make that active effort and I know I was like even before this episode I was looking into it and I kind of showed Matilda about like the amount of people in the foster system each year like in just the states and it was over 600,000 people every year that were in the foster system and I know I don't know if you mentioned it in this one but like we're talking before you had said that this has been an issue since the 70s like the whole abortion thing has been a main issue since the 70s or 70 years I can't remember one of those two and it's like if it has been going on for that long and in a year there's over 600,000 people in the foster system in just 10 years that's over 6 million people in the foster system. So that's over 6 million people potentially not having the best life that they could have because not saying all of them are as a result of abortion, most definitely not. Sorry, of um, people being forced to bring a child into this world. But essentially, there's a good chance like, you know, some of them might be as a result of that. And it's like, if you're going to force people to bring children into this world, I just feel like you have to actively make an effort to make sure that they have a great life when they have been brought into this world. And for me, anyways, that's usually my big quote-unquote issues with like polar friends would come in because I just feel like for me, it's like if you're going to pose a woman's body and like, you know, kind of force them to have kids that they don't necessarily want to it's like I feel like you have to ensure that the kids not only have an okay life just have a great life and not even just for the kids but also for like the woman as well because obviously there's the whole emotional and mental um stress that comes with being pregnant for nine months and having a kid a child you don't want so I feel mm-hmm. like they just have to do a lot to making sure the child and even the woman as well have the support and care that they need and I feel like that that's just my take on it and that's why not not saying I don't care about where life begins but like that that's why like for me it's like to me that should not be the discussion the discussion should be more of what happens if you do decide to force a woman to have a child what happens after i feel like that's where i look at my discussion from but um 
Yeah, but anyway, you guys can go ahead and discuss the conception. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. That, that's fair because it's honestly a kind and charitable approach. You know, you don't want people to be born into unfavorable situations, and everybody can agree, can, can agree on that. But um, before I do continue with the rest, pro-lifers are the people who are pushing for reform in the foster system. Pro-lifers are the people who donate and help the most for you know uh, wanted and unwanted pregnancies. I mean, I'm in so many of the most mainstream pro-life groups in America and some of the ones in Canada and most of the donations don't go into speaking or all of that. Most of the donations go to sending provisions to moms who felt they had no hope for moms who, even if they weren't thinking abortion, they didn't have anything to do. So that is, you know, we do put in that effort, but then whether or not we do put in that effort, again, and when you said, you know, when you said, you know, forcing a woman to give birth, nobody is coming and like, oh, you should give birth. Forcing a woman to give birth would be kind of like getting her pregnant. So except maybe in cases of rape, when you engage in an activity that is ordered towards creating new life, you expect there to be a new life at the end. Not when you use birth control and other things that are meant to mm-hmm. stop that <laughs> process. But see, that's but see, that's the thing, though. You know, you asked me about my perception on contraceptives in the beginning, but then, um, so here, so that's the thing. What what you just said now is, if your birth control fails, then you should be allowed abortion. So abortion is then becoming a second, no, no, you know. that, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Actually, I've said it once. No, for me, I also think that, I mean, there are a lot of people who would, I mean, you we've seen in Nigeria and other places, right? A lot of people still seek out these methods anyways, because I really feel like this is something that should be a choice that people... Because people people make those choices anyways because it's something within their body, right? So it's something true. within so it's something within their body that they feel they should have some control over. And I'm sure a lot of people would make the choice of having this child if they feel like, you know, they had communities that were supported. And I feel like if pro-life mm-hmm. people can create that situation or us as a society can create that situation where um, people can actually feel like, okay, if they bring a, a quote-unquote um, a child who is not quote-unquote wanted from the start into an environment where, you know, they can grow to want that child or like, you know, everybody around them can be supportive, then I'm sure a lot of people would choose, would not choose to go through that route, right? It's because there are a lot of people in those conditions where they feel like this is their only choice. And I feel like if you don't create that choice for people, people are going to make this decision anyway. So why not keep make dangerous women decisions. safe at the end of the day? Yeah. So, but yes, in my mind, I, I 100% agree that you know we should create and Hadiza too that we should create an environment that's healthy and safe for women and for their children but again back to my point I mean we all agree that we want to reduce the number of abortions right Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. but the thing is, why why do we want to reduce the number of abortions if abortions are a good thing? I feel like the argument is not on if abortions are a good thing. I think it's more on if people should have the choice to make, if people should have the ability to make that choice of abortions. So, so if it abortions. should be legal. Abortions, yeah. I feel like it's less about if it's a good thing or if it's a bad thing, and more it's like, yeah. should we have the choice? Because well, I'm sure a okay. lot of people go through that moral. There's that moral. Yeah, there's that. Um, even me personally, to be very I'm, okay, this is what I say. Even me, not saying I had an abortion or not say that, <laughs> but like what I'm saying is like even me. Obviously, I grew up in a Christian household. I am still a Christian, born again, and everything. And I feel like even me saying I'm pro-choice 
sometimes like i also have that moral battle where i'm like oh but like you know this is a child being born like you know this is a child all that fun stuff it's like there's the whole moral back and forth and i'm pretty sure a lot of people also experience that, like people actually going through um those processes like they probably experience all of that and i can't even imagine what it's like for them but i just feel like regardless you should still have the choice to decide on if you do want to go ahead and proceed with it or, or if you don't. Like, I don't think anybody's going there smiling and, like, jumping, saying, Fair. oh, yes, I'm going to have an abortion. It's like, I'm pretty sure they make, like, you know, they take their time to make that decision and then they end up making that decision, which sometimes they might regret. Not saying everybody loves it. Some of them might regret it, but a lot of them might also not regret it. I just think they should have the ability to make that choice. The choice to yeah. do what? to have an abortion <laughs> oh okay so okay but see that's that's where you know again the issue of life comes in because if abortion is killing a baby is killing a child do you think it should be the law should provide a um do you think there should be a choice for people who want to or maybe not even want to but they're kind of put in a situation social economic financial do you think that it should be a choice that the law should make it permissible for people to choose to kill other people who are less uh strong who are more dependent on them no so i think if like you know it's a thing where we have all decided we have all come to a unison agreement that okay this is this is a child this is a life and Mm -hmm. then i think at that point obviously like my like matilda and we said before that would be considered murder but i also think that at that point once we if we ever do get to that point where they have decided that okay this is a child and this is a life and it's murder i think then you should absolutely put systems in place for when that child does end up coming into this world because it's like yes it's murder and everything and obviously we don't want that to happen then you should put systems in place for when that child comes into this world because the, i mean the child could end up still being murdered in another way shape or form because they have been brought into a system that is absolutely terrible for them so it's like it could still end up in the death of the child and or even the death of multiple people because the child will be raised in a system that has turned them into something that they like that's just absolutely terrible so you could end up in the death of not one individual now but multiple individuals so i not think that, that not no, i that do agree Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Not say that people don't that. I'm so sorry. Don't, not I, yeah, to. I 100% agree that, mm-hmm. you know, we should make life safer in general for everyone. You know, that's our goal. As That's what progress as a society is viewed as, you know, when there's more safety and things like that. But again, it still draws back to that whole issue of life because whether or not you agree, there is a fact. So let, can we say that there is a fact, but we don't necessarily agree on what that fact is? What is what the fact? fact? That whether or not the unborn are humans, or they're persons. Like, they're either humans or they are not humans. But we don't agree on the same pace. Like, Wait, I, I think care. there are arguments as to at what point a fetus is human. You know, they're, they're philosophical. They're like, you, you give an example of there are, there's the scientific argument. There, Matilda was like, oh, there's the philosophical. Uh, no, 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 no. Philosophical. <laughs> point of view where it's like you know you look at consciousness and so on and um you know so they're different they're different i mean there there could be also religious um aspects so they're different points of view as to at what point a fetus is i feel like there's no agreement as to what may, what is killing a human in term when it comes to a fetus because no one can agree on what is or at what point a fetus is human essentially 
Well, it, it, whether or not it's human or whether or not it's a person. Sorry, wait, actually, a quick question for you, Nono. So you've been saying mm-hmm. human person, human person. What's the distinction for you? Because, so the thing is, even legally, there's no objection that the, the reason I use it is because what a lot of people who argue for that abortion should be legal is they will say that the fetus is not a person that's protected by law but then there's no argument that it's human because it has human DNA what defines us as human beings you know I mean wh- why are yes, you I different from human in the context of uh like in the context of course it's a human fetus but i mean like a person personhood. i guess you can yeah say. and that's kind of why i distinguish it because the fetus is a human it has human dna but then the question now like we said is personhood and that personhood is usually what makes the law to cover the rights of an individual person and that's why it's personhood I, I like using slavery as an example because it's something that at the time was controversial and that now everybody sees it as you know how did people not understand this i mean at that time there were people who were taught who were raised who genuinely did not believe that black people you know the negro race i'm sorry if, were were humans and persons and that was when the whole personhood thing came into question um, Martin Luther King said that somebody asked him why is he trying to change the laws on slavery that why doesn't he just try to work on changing the hearts and minds of the people and he's like that's still one of their goals and he said it may be true that the law cannot make a man to love me but it can keep him from lynching me and I think that's pretty important do you understand what I'm saying so it's true that those situations may not be there but the laws will protect the unborn and that's kind of why we're doing it so so um yes because like i said the issue is whether or not it's a life because let's say you know the lady was born into on somebody wanted an abortion right if it's the bodily argument and you're like okay we can remove this child from your womb but we have this artificial external womb that will still grow the child nine months later we'll give them back to you most people will not agree most people who are trying to get abortions would not agree. Do you understand where I'm coming Wait, from? Wait, um, where did you get that? Like, where did you get that stats from? Why did you think they would not agree? Do you think they would agree? Wait, I'm just would agree with what? Can you guys give me context? No, it's just so, what she just said. So I just said that um, the issue here is again back to whether or not it's a life because, you know, the whole my body my choice thing. We, we don't have free choice to do whatever we want with our bodies. You can't use your body to harm another born person. If I use my body to slap you, in America, you get in, you get in, you know you get arrested. Nigeria, you might not, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, because the issue is, pro-lifers are not against people choosing to do whatever they want. I mean, like I said, I personally do not like chemical birth control methods, but like you've never had pro-lifers coming to tell you not to have, you know, or trying to not let you have birth control. Um, there are so many things I don't like, so many things that my religion won't let me, because to me, this isn't a religious or a political issue. It's a human rights issue. You know, there are so many, for example, um, most of my Catholic friends do not eat meat on Fridays. You do not, I'm, you've never heard that anywhere. It's not a issue, an issue of what or what not to do with your bodies. Because I'm a woman too. We were raised in African countries. Are we all here from Nigeria? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're all raised in Nigeria where the societal values towards women 
is not very pleasant and supporting. I mean, I'm in engineering. I'm not sure what field you are. There have been horrible things spoken to me as a woman in engineering. So I'm all for women rights. I mean, you know, but then that's the thing. I support all women's rights, including the young girls who are being terminated of their lives by abortion. So, you know, what I would strongly recommend is actually go and check when does that... Because ask yourself whether or not... If I found out that the uh, the unborn fetus, the unborn baby, is a human being, would I still support abortion for these same reasons? You know, if it's because she's poor, if there was a poor woman who had three children, you know, would I say she should kill one of her children to give birth to the other one? If it's because she was raped, as difficult as rape is, as as ugly as it is, in fact, that's kind of a, a reason against abortion. Because say a woman was raped terribly and horribly, that's somebody else using their body to aggress against her, against her will, right? Mm-hmm. In that situation, there are two victims. There's the woman and the child if she got pregnant. What abortion does is you're now using another person's body to then kill that you know to you're then committing a similar crime or even even worse crime because now it's murder Mm. against the child of that person and this might be anecdotal but a lot of women there have been so many i hear disdain are there questions <laughs> no, no it's not questions it's like i i generally do disagree but Same. um no, no, no. which is so, why so i so please then explain explain um i, want I to think know. we kind of i don't think we can ever get to a point where we agree mm-hmm. really yeah. um, agree so on, i think agree on where exactly um life or when it is considered murder because we don't believe that they're was exactly a human being there to start with just yet so um actually because we can't ag- yeah sorry so i just, I just want i just want to throw a question at nona real quick just before you finish your point uh if um so like you know we've been talking about if like you know we do decide this life like you know it was a murder so question for you if say after whatever period of time there is a consensus that okay so life actually or this person is not a human until like i don't know 24 weeks i don't know how long it is well until like after like a long period of time at that point in time would you then be okay with abortion yes if it could be proven that before you know or there not even consensus but like it's true you know it's proven proven because 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 back yeah because back in the day there was consensus that black people were not humans but that wasn't true but, so, but those are not like those the I feel like the reason why and I think this is kind of what Matilda was saying how like she doesn't see how you can equate the two is because the reason why they had said black people were not human or women were not per- persons or Jews were not persons was like those reasons versus the reasons why people are saying that I don't know zygotes. I don't know what they call it. Are not humans. It's like they're they're completely. It's like they're not equatable reasons. Like it's not yeah. reason that you can see, equate. But you're saying other. that you're saying that right now though because you're in this time. Back then they were very similar. Back then but, the people who believed in them believed in them as strongly the as they believed. They when, so the reason why. Well, I, I, sorry, go ahead, Hadiza. Yeah, no, but I'm like, why are you equating those two things if they're not? like the same like they're not the same how, like how are they the same the, or the similar reason I'm equating them is because we're trying to draw a difference between a member of the human species those were other instances where there is a member of the human species 
But you do know that the people that did say that black people and not humans were only a small part of the world. Like in Africa, you would not come to Africa and an African will say, like, I mean, back in those days, right, and an African will say that a black person was not human because we were... Good point. Like, so like, just you, you see what I'm trying to say? It's like... But then this was, is something across the board of humanity. Exactly. This is it's a not, debate. Yeah. No, but see, that's thing. not true, not, though. But that's not true because we're talking about in African countries. In African countries, they agree that it's a human. That's why abortion... Countries that have the strictest laws agree that it's a human. And that's why more countries than not have... Yes, they do. I mean, if no, not, why it's then? not. You can't say they are the countries that believe that. It is just the law that exists. It doesn't mean that it represents the people but in see, the country because we know that African countries don't have laws that necessarily res- re- represent or the represent. Mm-hmm. Because so that's kind of if we are to be very honest with Nigeria, maybe if we took a vote, I mean, okay, we're also influenced by Western religion. religion. So it's, it wouldn't even be fair to say that African people from back then, like, and compared to like, oh, African people now with this specific topic, because it's different. Like, we've been influenced by different um, thought processes. Like, I don't oh, know how to explain you. this, but yeah. Mm, yeah, I, I mm-hmm. see what you're saying. But but my point is, okay, you know what, Matilda, I'll throw back the same question you asked me to all of you guys. Mm. Let's say that you know at some point in life which i really do hope in the near future happens it's it's proven without a reasonable doubt because it, it is a fact but you know there becomes some kind of public consensus that it the unborn are humans right from fertilization or maybe not even fertilization maybe from an earlier age let's say from the heartbeat you know which is 15 weeks which is still within the first trimester would you guys then be pro-life I, mean, I would like, be open to considering that, but I don't see how they're going to necessarily. So you said if but the consensus like is that with the heart, would still okay, have go ahead. Debates. I think what Nono is trying to say is if there was ever a point in time that we could solidly prove when life begins, would you then be open to pro-life at that point in time? The thing, that, the thing about it is, I mean, the way things are now, I feel like, I don't know how to explain. Like, if you can prove life exists definitely from a specific point in time, it still does not erase the, I don't know how to explain, the things that come with um, pregnancy and, like, you know, the choice of having to keep the child versus... Um, take the child away and so on those conditions that make people okay for example like you said in um that country you gave an example where um you know the the mortality rate for women is it, um, it has a strict uh, abortion law but then mortality Poland. Poland, exactly so it still doesn't erase the conditions that women are facing women who have to women who are choo- opting to um, go through these abortions versus carrying it, carry it to No, I agree well. with you, but but did you, the question though was, would you then be pro-life if they said that the unborn were human beings agreeably everywhere? I think if I saw an unborn child as a human, like a complete, like uh, or a fetus as a human, oh, like human. like with my friend next to me or my brother, for sure, definitely, I would be pro-life because I see that person as a person right Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. but then i don't see a fetus as a person especially i i think for me especially within that first trimester um i feel i feel strongly i I don't have any like 
you know scientific backing for this but i feel strongly that is the fetus like so like kind of like my own my eggs i don't know is it possible for us to move past this specific argument because we are never going to come to <laughs> a conclusion uh-huh. is it I possible mean, we, because i think we, we can leave it to the listener to decipher decide. and continue yeah. their research yeah to continue I mean, their research i'm open to here. talking about yeah i'm open to talking about other mm-hmm. issues that you might bring up but then you know with this whole issue that's why it's pro-life because the issue is whether or not the 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 unborn is human so that's what mm-hmm. that's the first thing i would want you to seriously consider though um you know because if you ignore the issue of life then it becomes an egregious women's right issue you're you're telling women that they can't do things that are supposed to be helpful for them but then i i i do not support oppression of women or oppression of anybody but then if the unborn are human beings and that's why i don't think we can move past this yeah mm-hmm. i i don't agree i said i do agree that that's definitely where your whole like no matter what we bring up as well on our end is definitely going to come back to that for you and for because for us we have moved past the question because we already agree that in ourselves like i think for the most part you agree that it's not a life and so therefore then you start to look at the other issues that surround when there's laws that um exist that don't even give you the option because people exactly. will do yeah. it anyways right and hadiza brought it up previously that in african countries where for the most part i think it's only south africa that allows you to get an abortion regardless of what the condition is other countries there are certain restrictions and you'd still see that abortions are commit are done. Why did I say committed? <laughs> um, so in 2012, nearly seven per 1,000 women of reproductive age in Africa were treated for complications from unsafe abortion. And Africa is the world's region with the highest number of abortion-related deaths. Um, in in 2014, at least 9% of maternal deaths were from unsafe abortions. And it just, when you have these kind of conversations, you wonder like, what is the point? Because like people are still doing these things unsafely and dying from it. So if you could just create an environment where women, as you said, no, no, women feel like they can still give birth, but the women that don't believe that it's even murder can still get abortion safely. But see, that's why again, I'm, I'm not. Well, the thing is, again, it comes back to it being life because what I hear now is, if somebody doesn't believe that something they're doing is bad, should we make it safer for them to do that bad thing? But do you want to like then impose what people do um, do and do not believe? Well, when that's a, when it's a a safety issue, yes, there are people who don't believe that driving drunk is bad. But it's a huge safety issue. We're all from African countries. There are people who believe that beating your wife is not bad. So are you saying that we should make it safer? You know, you see a guy who his knuckles are bruised. He probably broke an arm or something. And you ask him, oh, what happened? And he's like, oh, yeah, he was beating his wife the other day. Then you're like, yeah, men are still going to beat their wives. So let's create a safe environment for the men who beat their wives so that they don't hurt themselves as much. Because whether or not there are laws against beating your wife, they will still beat their wives. Do you understand 
I think the divide really comes from seen as life versus not. Because to be honest, if I saw a fetus the way Nana sees a fetus, I really like understand. I really do like, understand. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and I that's why I keep from. And I yeah. really see your counter argument or your, you know, the, the case, the, the things you're relating it to. It makes and sense that's why I keep bringing it back to the issue of life. Because life, yeah. if you're not taking the scientific, I mean, I read from four different embryology textbooks that define the fetus as the beginning of human life. I read from at least four of them in the beginning of our conversation. It's not pregnant. Also, Mm -hmm. I think we need to stop looking at it like medical practitioners cannot have opinions as well. Because even while Nono is saying that there are definitely medical practitioners that will lean on the side of that's when life begins, I think that other medical practitioners might not necessarily agree that that is where life begins. Because it is only a conversation and a debate because there have been no conclusive agreements. Because oh, if that okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Continue. That's it. That's all I I have to say. Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but what I'm saying is the contra. What I would what I would say is the controversy started because of the whole pro life issue. So medical doctors do have op- everybody has their opinions, but. As a fact, because there is a fact of when life begins, whether or not I could be wrong and I'm open to being wrong. But where does the science lead us is my question. Uh, Do you see what I'm saying? If you guys could show me stuff that prove that the baby is not alive or it's not a human, by all means, like I because the thing for me is I want to know what the truth is. Mm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So if 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 you could show me something, I will come back. We can edit it, and you know, at the end of this, I'll put a note and says, "Yes, I saw the proof and all of that, and I'm changing my position." <laughs> I'm not joking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, do you yeah. understand what yeah, I'm no, saying? Yeah, I understand what you're but, saying. But but then see, that's the thing. When you, then there's other scientific because what other evidence is? You know, the, the strongest thing that people trust in these days is science. If I come and say my religion says so. I mean, my religion is not your religion, so then that's not the truth. But if object, my religion could say that, you know, women are inferior. My religion doesn't, but let's say my religion says that women are inferior. In actuality, women aren't, so I won't come and impose that on somebody else. But if there's an objective fact, so that's why I'm seriously, you know, going back to the whole issue of life. Because Where life begins. Be- because mm-hmm. that's really what it is. You know, or every other thing you bring up, those are so those are problems. The issues with maternal mortality, like you mentioned, Matilda, um, those statistics are terrible. But for people who are committing abortions and people who are not committing abortions, Africa does have the worst, some of the worst African countries do have some of the worst maternal mortality rates. So it's not because they have abortion rules, it's because the healthcare in African countries is by far worse than it is in the rest of the world. Do you see what I mean so what we should work on is improving the quality of life and the quality of the health care of those people but at the same time killing people will never be i mean if you need to succeed by killing somebody else would you really call that a success and that's why the issue still comes back to where does life begin all these things you bring up maternal mortality rate um the illegal abortions socioeconomic things the psychological issues that come from rape those are extremely important issues but you don't want to kill somebody to solve another person's issues do you see what i mean 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I think just like I think this. Final I mean, from, yeah, final <laughs> statement. <laughs> just wrapping up. Like I feel like um, you know the reason it seems to why we can't come to a com- conclusion or like kind of like a middle ground point is just because um, actually okay. I don't think we have to come up with. I'm so sorry for cutting you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just saying I don't think that we can actually find. A middle ground. There is none. But what I'm going to do rather is exactly. But what I think we can do is what we have done is giving you guys more food for thought and offer links basically for you guys to look into it so that you can really have a better understanding first of all of both sides and then decide where you stand. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's why we're having this conversation. And I feel like when I see um, when I just look at it um, for face value and I see pro-lifers as someone who is pro-choice mm-hmm. i sometimes um look at them as far right and ignorant and stuff but yeah i'm going to do my own final statements like she okay. said you know just from this conversation it gi- because i okay, personally my own yeah matilda i was trying to finish up on what you said um because yeah when you do see somebody who you don't understand their position you have very very strong negative sometimes negative opinions on what they're saying right my position and most pro-lifers positions are that the baby is a human so we should protect their life a lot of people do that in the wrongest ways possible and i will you know because my position is to be the most effective in getting my message across when you go to an abortion clinic and you see people who are saying you know if you're pro-choice or if you're getting an abortion you're going to hell no if you're trying to care for the woman who is obviously in a very difficult situation who's Uh hurting she's not going to go to hell i mean whether or not you believe in those religious things because she's in a place where she feels stranded most of the time and thinks that's her own. Most people don't even opt for abortion immediately. To them, it's kind of like a last case, like Hadiza said. You know? Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily the going to hell. It's providing those resources. But at the same time, on the other side, when you see people who are like, oh yeah, pro-life people are all just misogynistic pigs who want to take away women's rights. Like, neither of those is true. The pro-choice people are not people who just want to kill babies because to them, they don't understand or agree that they are babies. And the pro-choice, the pro life people are not misogynistic pigs because they're not trying to take away women's rights they're trying to give you know protect the rights of the baby whom i think are being violated but yes having these open discussions being able to talk about these in the public forum is what is most important so that ultimately the truth will come out and i genuinely do hope that you know when when because it, it's it's scientifically medically and otherwise obvious that the baby is an unborn human being so i genuinely do hope that given the information and some of the other resources that will be added to the end of the you know the show notes and other links that will be provided that people can come to their own conclusions because part of the thing is you want to make an you want to make a choice that you can live with you know if ultimately they're not human beings i want to be able to give women the right to make their lives better essentially but if they are human beings i wouldn't want to live with that burden for the rest of my life so i really hope we do provide an opportunity for discussion and resources where people can come to those the right conclusion what the truth is on this issue 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you so so much, Nono, for joining us. This was a very I really do appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have anything to plug currently? Oh, I don't currently have any plugs. I have been working on my podcast and you know, if something comes up and it it needs to come up, maybe what might happen is because <laughs> my own podcast is supposed to be a religious thing because I'm practicing Catholic and having conversations with Catholics on and non-Catholics to kind of just figure out the truth, that kind of thing. So maybe on my own podcast, we could do something like this. And when I do invite you guys to the podcast, then I can put an official plug. So it's, it's, it's up and coming. It's, it's to watch out for part two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. will post this to for God sure. To like, glory. Yeah. Um, we'll post your podcast once you um, release it. And we would Thank love to have you. that conversation again. But yeah, but guys. I really um, do appreciate this. Thanks. We do too. And um, listeners, share your opinions because this one is very, very like, I think it's something that a lot of people have opinions on. We want to hear it. We really do. So um, please send them in and we'll also share them with Nono as well. Um, yeah. So we'll catch you guys next week. Bye.